You got our best bets. Here's the best bets. Three best college plays, three best NFL plays in a special early Thursday edition. And join us today, my man who was here with us in person last Friday. He had so much fun and did not mind losing so he could buy yours truly and Marco. Well, I think you guys split. I know he's buying me some dinner. The one only, the former Vikings head coach, the former tight end back in the day, Mike Tice. What's going on, coach? What's up, TC? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. So, uh, how does, I know, I know. How does Rams work out for you last week? That's all I want to ask you. I owe you chicken wings. I owe you chicken wings, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, good job by you. Bad job by me. Yeah, that's okay. Now, I think you and Marco might, might have split. Cause didn't you guys have two bets? Because I know he had. Yeah, we were opposite the UCLA-Washington yeah. State And then game. the Kansas-Purdue game. Right? Yeah, Who did Kansas yeah. play? That, he was talking Kansas and Central Florida. I didn't Central have Central Florida, Florida. I'm sorry. Yeah, we were talking about the game. That wasn't one of the, my bets. Yeah, no, yeah, you were talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't one of my three best bets. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> By the way, went 3-0 and in college. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh nice job. Nice job. <laughs> hey, Mike went 4-2. Yeah. Yeah, I went for it too. I want to come back and see if I can get my money back. <laughs> All right, coach. We'll, 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 my chicken wing. My yeah. chicken wing. <laughs> okay, well, let's see what you got because I have no idea what your plays are. So uh, we're jotting them down. Nunchuck's going to write them down. We're going to get you down here, my friend. So here we go. The coach. All right. Three best college plays. You, now, I expect you to go at least four and two because that was your rookie season there you know last week so now you're primed you're ready i know you've been studying man so hit us oh i always study even if it's for my own benefit but uh you want the college first team yep bring it Uh, all right here we go i'm gonna go on i'm gonna bet washington number seven against oregon number eight i'm gonna take them they're minus three at home Uh, quarterback michael phoenix off to a great start 16 touchdowns 1,999 yards passing. I saw they uh, really did a number on the, in the opening week against a really good BYU team. I'm going to take Washington in that game. And the, the next pick, I'm going to take number 14, Louisville at Pitt. Kind of a boring game. Louisville coming off the big upset of Notre Dame. I think uh, old quarterback, head coach Jeff Brom is doing a great job with that program. They're 6-0. and They're up to a great start. I'm going to go with Louisville. And my last Pick. I'm gonna. <laughs> you got that T-shirt on again? I'm gonna take USC <laughs> six to zero with quarterback Caleb Williams. They're getting three points. Uh, they're at Notre Dame. Notre Dame has two tough losses: uh, 17-14 Ohio State, and of course last week to Louisville. Uh, plus three USC on the road. Those are my three college picks. Ooh! All right, Marco. Do you see any there that you? Uh... Oh, we got it. We got a bet right out of the gate. We do right yeah. out of the gate. All right, Marco D'Angelo, your three best college plays uh, for the weekend. All right, I'll just start with that one, uh, and it's going to be I'm taking the Pitt Panthers at home. Uh, it's homecoming for the Pitt Panthers. They've had two weeks to prepare for this game, and they are catching Louisville off of the biggest win in Jeff Brom's short history there as head coach of Louisville. I'm going to look for the letdown by Louisville, and I'm taking my Pitt Panthers to get it done in a rare Saturday night game at 
not Heinz Field anymore. I still am going to always call it Heinz Field, but uh, they are at home. So, sure stadium. so Mike, uh, you should know that Marco is a Pittsburgh native. Is, does that surprise you that he's going uh, with the Panthers there? No. No, but I'm not going with Yins. I'm not going with Yins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he does a little Yinzer talk from Pittsburgh. Hey, okay. do, do, do you want do you want to let Marco know that Tony Dorsett is not there anymore? Dan Marino's not there anymore. <laughs> yeah, the head coach does a nice job there. I just think right now Jeff Brown's been there before. He knows how to win. And I'm gonna tell you, I think the energy from that big win is gonna carry this week at Pitt. All right, man. All right. In play number two, we are gonna go with Miami. Miami is playing North Carolina. This is a team that better show up this week uh, for the, uh, excuse me, they had a brain fart. There's only other way to say it last week with Mario Cristobal not taking the knee. This team is the better defensive team getting points. North Carolina, yes, I know they can score points, but can they stop anybody? I like North Carolina uh, to not win on Saturday. Miami, normally off of a loss like that, TC, you know I give the old dream crusher scenario where their playoff hopes are done, but they're not because they play North Carolina this week, they play Clemson next week, and they play Florida State later in the season. If they run the table, they're still in the mix with one loss. I'll go ahead and take Miami. And the final one is South Carolina playing Florida. This is a spot with South Carolina. I think they're flying under the radar. you got a 4-2 and two team uh, playing a... Two and three team, and yet the two and three team is the favorite. There's a reason for that. I like uh, South Carolina. They've got the better defense. Uh, quarterback underrated. I look for them to get the job done against Florida. Who is Florida beaten? I'm not impressed at all. The two step-up games that they played, they lost this year. Uh, they went to Utah, couldn't uh, handle that Utah defense, and last week just got boat raced at Kentucky. Give me South. Carolina Gamecocks. Mm. Okay, man. All right. Well, I do not have anything opposite you guys on the college side. I am going to start in the Pac-12, I guess, you know, soon to be the Pac-2 or whatever, with uh, <laughs> these these teams bolting out here. Utah and Cal. I will take the Utah Utes in this game, and I'm going to lay the 11 points, and I have no problem laying points at home with Utah. Uh you know, Rice Eccles Stadium, a very tough place to play, and we know that the Utes uh, can get up and down the field, but what I really love about this Utah team is their defense. Cal has been getting a little bit of love in recent weeks because they can run the football, but just hold the phone, stop the presses here, because Utah has the eighth best rushing defense in the country. I don't know how Cal is going to move the ball. I see this is, is going to be a mismatch here, and I'm going to take Utah lane 11 here. I just don't believe that Cal is going to be able to, to move the ball effectively, especially through the air, because they don't do that anyway. They are a ground-and-pound type of team that plays right into the strength of the Utes, so I will take Utah minus 11. Coach? We got there last week. It was kind of ugly with Ohio against Ohio State, but your alma mater, the Maryland Terrapins, we needed all 20 of those points to get there last week. But I'm right back on them this week as a two-touchdown favorite. I'm taking Maryland against the Illini in lane 14, and the reasons why, we know Maryland's got a very high-octane offense here. And uh, the younger Tua's, what do you like to call them, Coach? You like to call them the, the little Tua, but the, the bigger version of Tua? Is that what you like to call them? 
The younger Big Tua. The younger Big Tua, exactly. I think Maryland, they really played well for about three quarters of that game against Ohio State, and then they imploded. And Tua, yep. uh, younger, you know, younger, bigger Tua, uh, threw, threw a bad pick in this game. They turned it over, and then their defense kind of wore down against Ohio State. So I think there's going to be a good bounce back game for the Terps. Illinois, not a fan at all. This team is a mess on both sides of the ball. So I'm going to lay two touchdowns with Maryland. And kind of a featured game in the SEC this Saturday, Tennessee and A&M. I'm still not a believer in the Aggies, and I love Tennessee in this spot. They have been off for two weeks. They've had this game circled. It's in Knoxville. Get the orange and white ice cream checkerboard end zones ready because the volunteer is going to be marching in that end zone uh, repeatedly in this game. And again, not a big fan of uh, Brad Johnson's kid, quarterback of these A&M Aggies. I like Tennessee and a short price delay here. I'll take the Volunteers minus three. All right, we go to the NFL side. Mike Tice, give us your three best NFL plays. Yeah, I was looking at five games. I settled on three games for you guys. I like the Jaguars at home coming back to the state. Uh, plus four in the turnover ratio, coming off the two wins. I am concerned about the trip. They're getting better. Uh, I like the Jags giving four points to the Colts, uh, a dome team going outside, uh, lost their quarterback, uh, although Martin Minshew, or whatever his name is, has done a nice job, or is that Martin Mayhew? And so Gardner Minshew and Martin Mayhew. Uh, <laughs> I like Houston at home against the Saints, getting one and a half points. They have a tr- a trouble scoring in the red zone. I think they're going in the right direction. I like the things the quarterback is doing down the field with his throws. They're plus five in the turnover turnover ratio. The Saints are just not scoring many points. They've only scored 19 points a game, and I think that's going to come back to haunt them. I like Houston at home, and I like Philly laying the seven points, uh, scoring 28 points a game. they got 15 sacks, plus three in the turnover ratio against the Jets. Yeah, the Jets looked better last week. They can't score in the red zone. They can't score at all. I like Philly in that one, and those are my three picks. There it is. Okay. Coach and I, uh, we got one in common there. I like that. All right. Marco, what do you got? Well, I hope the one you got in common is the one I'm on the opposite side on because I'm going to start out with Indianapolis. I'm taking the four points uh, against Jacksonville, and this is the second meeting of the season. They played week one. Jacksonville won on the road in Indianapolis. They were minus three and a half in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Now they're only minus four at home. What's that I smell? I smell something fishy going on here. You got Jacksonville returning home from back-to-back games in London. Never happened in the NFL before. We're going to see how they handle this. And you talk about the injury to the Indianapolis quarterback, Gardner Minshew. Hmm. Going back to Jacksonville, do you think he might be a little pumped up for that one? That was his home until somebody named Trevor Lawrence came along. I like Indianapolis to get the job done here. They are playing well. Uh, This is a battle for first place, believe it or not. Both teams come in with the same record. Uh, My second play, I am going to stay in the state of Florida for a game plate. I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Bucks. Now, the Detroit Lions come into town. 
And sitting at 4-1, and one, not a big surprise because next to the Jets coming into the season, who got more hype in the offseason than the Lions and what the expectations were? But nobody thought Tampa Bay would be doing what they're doing at 3-1, and one, especially when you go from Tom Brady at quarterback to Baker Mayfield. But the team has played well, except for that Monday night football game against Philadelphia. I like them as a home dog here. I'm going to go ahead, take Tampa Bay, say they're going to be able to move the ball on that Lion defense and pull off the upset. And for my third and final pick for this week, we're going to go to Monday night football. I usually don't use a Monday night game, but nobody, and I mean nobody's going to want the Cowboys this week after that beatdown last week against San Francisco. And everybody's going to point out that the Chargers have had two weeks to prepare. That just gives... Brandon Staley two more weeks to come up with something stupid. I'm going to go ahead and take the Dallas Cowboys. They're going to rebound big. They'll have a field day, I think, on the Charger defense. Yes, the Chargers will score points, but I don't see them stopping the Cowboys. Give me Dallas. That Dallas team is just, they're hard for me to figure. Again, not a Dak Prescott guy. Was on the 49ers last week. I understand where you're going with the bounce back uh, theory there, but again, you're going against the better quarterback in that matchup. And uh, I don't know. Coach, how do you see that game? Well, I'm just not liking where Dallas is at right now. Um, but, I, you know, I can't, I can't disagree with the pick. Dallas should be a better, better, better team uh, than the Rams. And I'm with you. I mean, uh, excuse me, the Chargers. And I don't know what kind of crazy shit that head coach is going to come up with. <laughs> I know it's true. It, it, that's why they're a hard team to bet on. You know, it's going to be a Dallas, and it's, excuse me, it's going to be a Dallas home game. Yeah. You know, it's just, true at that at that stadium. It's like the team's playing in Vegas. Yeah, the, the, the Dallas fans are going to invade the stadium. Well, so. it's down the road from their uh, training camp home in Oxnard. So yeah. okay, yeah. Yeah, and, and we've seen Dallas. I mean, just erupt and, and, and beat bad teams and lose to the better teams. So all right, I'm rooting you on, Marco. I might be able to talk me in just because it's the anti-Brandon uh, Stately. At some point, there's going to be a fourth and two at his own 30. Yeah, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe a fourth and four. Yeah. Or maybe a fourth and four from his 18. You know? Something like that, right? All right, guys. I'm uh, going to be a creature of habit in here and been having success uh, with the good teams, and I know they're going to have to lay a little uh, lumber with this, but I'm going to do it. The San Francisco 49ers are the best team in football. Just because they're going on the road and playing an early game against Cleveland is not going to scare me off. Deshaun Watson doesn't scare me at all. And sure in the heck, um, you know, um, the UCLA quarterback, DTR, does not scare me at all. I mean, what do you have, three interceptions last week in, in relief of, of Deshaun Watson? The Niners are rolling right now. I know that a lot of people are thinking, like, well, it's a big number delay. It's eight on the road, and the 49ers could have a little bit of a letdown, and they're going to travel, you know, basically, to, you know, back east. Well, the Niners have been pretty good in these situations. Marco knows what I'm talking about. Opening day, where did the 49ers open the season at? At Pittsburgh. 30-7, to no problem with that team. All right? I don't think much of Cleveland right now. And asking the Niners to basically win by more than one score, I'm down with the Niners. I'm going to keep rolling this hot train of San Francisco. And then, team that I backed last week, uh, and I feel they're on the right track now, is the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, 
they are lightning together, and the Seattle team is going to have to travel again. I believe this is the third road trip that they've already had going a ways here, and, and Cincinnati is only favored by two and a half against Seattle in this contest. Give me the Bengals. I'll take them. think they're playing well right now. And then finally, Coach, I'm glad that I you, know, you could thank me for this next pick because I had the Eagles against you last week in those lowly Rams, so I'm glad that you saw the light and you're joining me on the Eagles this week, my friend. Be honest, that's why you're on the birds, because you know they cost you some chicken. So now you said, I'm going to get right. I'm going to get on that hot team right now. I'm going to get on Jalen Hurts. E-A-G-L-E-S. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, late six and a half against the Jets. And I know some people say, well, yeah, that Jets defense, forget about it. This is Jalen Hurts, okay? We're talking about, you know, the uh, you know the Brown, and we're talking about Smith, you know, the wide receivers. The running game started to get cranking. Like I said a couple weeks ago, Philly is getting it going right now. They're not looking past the J-E-T-S, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. And what happens? Oh, the Jets are at home. What does that mean when the Jets and the Giants play in the Meadowlands? What does that mean? Major disappointment for the most part, right? So I will take the Eagles laying six and a half against the New York slash New Jersey Jets. Hey, wait a minute. Maybe I'll go to that game. There you go. Oh, no, I can't. I'll be busy Sunday. Why can't that, get, why can't that game be Monday night? Then I would go. That would have been pretty cool. Would. Would. Of course I would. I'd find a ticket somewhere. Come. Of course. <laughs> Come on, man. No question about it. All right. Those are our, our best bets. They will be up on the website tomorrow along with Scott Spritzer, Gilby the intern, and um, 